Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere, hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Heartthrobs number 100. Cover date, February, March 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Gene Collan. Edited by Jack Miller. Featuring Down With Romance, Love Was Like This, and Another Case of Heartbreak. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go. Are you ready? We're rolling. Ready. Hi. I'm here with Dammit. Dammit. You're a woman. Yes, last I checked. Why don't you bring us up to speed on all the schemes you have to snatch a husband? Oh. I can't tell you. Why? Because this airs publicly. Oh, okay. So you're keeping everything secret. Mm-hmm. Just like a woman. Hmm? Uh, we're here with Dammit. Dammit is a former student of Dodger Husbands, who's out of town, I might add. Hmm. He abandoned me to do this all by myself. Just like a man. Um, Dodger Husband could not ever remember Dammit's name. So... <laughs> When he got to her name in the roll call, he would just say, damn it. And she liked that so much that we just called it damn it from then on. <laughs> That's correct. Am I right? It's a version of the truth. Yes. Okay. Um, so you're a girl, damn it. Mm-hmm. That means you're incomplete without a man. Just like I read in these romance comics. Of course, which are so accurate. Well, that's what I was getting at. It is absolutely accurate and a realistic picture of womanhood. Am I right? Sure. Just say yes. Yes, um, dear. We're looking today at Heartthrobs, number 100. Heartthrobs was one of a number of romance comics published by DC Comics in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. Um, I'm not sure of my history here. Some of these romance comics were purchased from quality comics. I'm not sure about Heartthrobs. You don't care. Um, they were never my cup of tea. Right, so. right. Well, that's because they predate your birth by quite a few <laughs> number of years. Uh, which is probably a good thing. Also, in the room is Captain Butler, who's licking his own balls as we speak. <laughs> so if you hear an unusual noise in the background, that's what you hear. This podcast is just stereotypes of men and women, correct? Right, correct. We try to keep everything real. Um, Heartthrobs number 100. Uh, the cover page is the first issue of mm. Heartthrobs to feature the Gogocheck masthead. I like the top line. Girls, do you have trouble keeping your boyfriends? Then read the most exciting love story of the year. Another case of heartbreak. Uh, the cover features a girl with a blonde beehive hairdo so you know that she's evil because Mm -hmm. she's got a beehive Mm -hmm. she's seductively posed on a stool at the malt shop while a man 
I guess he's kissing her neck. I he's either like vampirically biting her or whispering in her ear. Maybe she I don't know, maybe she got ice cream on her neck and he's licking it off or it's something. So helpful. Uh in the foreground we have two other girls. One of whom is saying, "Wake up, Linda, before she takes this one away from you too." And the other girl Letter, and when he throws her over, maybe she'll suffer the way he's made me suffer. That's, we'll get to why the situation of exactly what's happening. Linda's jaded. Yeah, I'll say she is, <laughs> with good reason. Um, we also have two other stories advertised here on the cover. Extra, he told her love brings nothing but pain and proved it. Read, love was like this. Also, don't get me wrong, I have nothing against love, but oh, how sick and tired I am of those part-time crushes. No wonder she cried, down with romance. <laughs> now, damn it, I'm so glad you're here, because I'm quite a bit older than you. No. Yeah. Several, well, like what, five years? Yeah, if essentially. that, please. Um, I've been out of the dating scene for quite some time. The way the dating scene is portrayed in this comic, I'm wondering if that's actually the way things happen in life. Also, I never dated women, so I'm not exactly (laughs) sure of the mechanics of everything, of how everything works. I've never dated straight women, so... Okay, okay. Fair point. Um, We open the cover, and we have a lovely ad for beautiful... Hair pieces. Only four ninety nine, but worth so much more. Worth much more. Inventory clearance sale for a limited time only. <laughs> Custom matched your own hair. With a choice of five pin-on styles for casual or formal wear. So we've got... Style 213. Mm-hmm. Which is a, like a, f- a flip, like a gidget flip. Mm-hmm. Style 211. Which is the mom with eight children. Um, yeah, actually looks a lot like uh, the mom on Lost in Space. It's just clip-on bangs, like giant poofy bangs. Okay, well, people like bangs, I hear. Mm. Style 209, which is a kind of some kind of... It's Elsa f- from Frozen. Right, right, right. Would you call that a French braid, or is that more like a... That's not a French braid, that's just like a braid. It looks like kind of, some kind of pastry, like a fancy Easter pastry from Europe. Oh, Yeah. Style 204, which is a... Uh, I believe stylists uh, call it a messy bun. Is that what you call it? But it looks like a cinnamon bun. I would call it a Janice Rand from Star Trek. Oh, oh, yes. And Style 207, which is just a tall confection of... If it were whipped cream, it would be... Uh, or like a, maybe like a Dairy Queen cone. Mm-hmm. A variety of ready-to-wear styles that add luxurious fullness to limp or thin hair, curl to straight hair, and length to short hair. Um, there's a free 10-day trial coupon, and there's no expiration date, Dr. Bob. Well, I think we should send away. I agree. Just send away to Guild, Department K830, 103 East Broadway, New York City 2. There's two New York Cities? Is that... I'm wondering if that's the zip code. <laughs> like, if that's in the 60s, there were so few zip codes that you just had, like, New York City was, like, two. Could that be possible? No comment. 
Well, I don't know. I wasn't alive then. I, technically, I was alive, but barely. I defer to your expertise. Thank you, as everyone should. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the splash page. The first story in this three-story comic. Down with romance. Down, and down has vibrational lines around it, as if the word down is actually falling mm-hmm. down. What's this girl's name? Do you remember? Oh, shoot. Does she even have a name? I don't Everybody know. Everybody just calls her Baby Doll. It doesn't doll. matter. She's baby a woman. Doll. She has no identity of her own apart from a man. It's true. Um, but she's narrating the story. Don't get me wrong. I had nothing against love. But oh, how sick and tired I was of all those part-time crushes from boys who specialized in, quote, love them and leave them, unquote. And that's why I told myself... Down, down with, with romance. 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 Can't you read? It's right there in front of you. I wasn't... <sighs> Damn, it's reading this comic on her tiny, okay. tiny telephone. I don't I... know how she could see a thing. <sighs> yes, go on. Okay, so it's because of the movie Down With Love, which this reminded me of. <sighs> right. Which, if you all remember, was mm-hmm. such a cult classic. <laughs> Renee I... Zellweger and Ewan McGregor. I'm not familiar. I've never seen it. Although yeah, I do like Ewan McGregor. Uh, he's actually really cute in it. Yeah. He's really cute in most things. Yeah. Um, Dr. Husband and I watched a program on Netflix. A program? Ewan McGregor and his friend, Charlie, they motorcycle around the whole world. (gasps) The first season was great. Second season, Ewan McGregor's wife came along. And that kind of drug everything down. Right? Um, (laughs) Where were we? Uh, we just said Down With Romance. I said Down mm-hmm, With Love. Mm-hmm. And also, Down With Love is a famous song by Barbara Streisand. There we go. Down with love with something and I don't know the words. Starts out slow and then it gets fast. Just like Proud Mary. The train taking this gal homeward from the summer resort hotel had a ten minute stopover at a small town, so she got out to stretch her legs. Mm-hmm. Got off the train. She's perusing the... Some comics. Comics. Oh, my goodness. These are all the DC Comics romance yes. magazines. Girls romance. Secret hearts. Something Falling I can't love. read. Girls. Young romance. And girls love. Romance. Um, we'll be covering all of these because they all get go-go check covers. Hmm. But we'll leave that for another time. I mean, essentially, we could probably cover all of them all in one episode because they're all exactly the same. But, no, I want to give everything its due. Um, This girl loves reading romance stories, but the way she feels now, she's had enough of romance for one summer. So she needs some good news, so she picks up a newspaper. Right. (laughs) That's her first mistake. Now we get a flashback. She's gone to her resort for the summer. Is this a thing that people could just do? She doesn't have a job that I... Yeah, we never even hear about a job. Um, But she's also at a summer resort with a lot of other young people. Singles. Damn it. You're young. Relatively. Would you have the means to go to a summer resort for the entire summer, which is essentially what she does? Maybe with a sugar daddy. Okay. Well, she's not because she's single and loveless. Then no. All right. So, I don't know, maybe this was a thing in the 60s that people just had disposable income. They could Maybe she had to sublease her apartment. So she went and stayed that, with a bunch of other poor people. Okay, okay, that could be. 
So it's like a uh, it's like a where the boys are situation where they're just going to a fantastic place, but they have no money and they're eating like ketchup packets and water and stuff. My favorite. You've never seen that movie, have you? No. What are you doing with your life? I where the boys are. Oh come on! I'm gonna start a movie club for you okay, young people. Okay, please. All right, fine, done. Fine, podcast, movie clubs. Let's do all of it. Done. I can do everything. I'm all right, perfect. A multimedia star. Yes. Anyway, she's at a summer resort in she her is. flashback. Um, that is a very scandalous swimsuit for the time period. I just want to say it is a fetching two-piece bikini. Bikinis were brand new at this point in history. Yeah, I believe. No wonder she drew attention. Um, she's meeting a young man named Dick. Mm-hmm. Like that fellow Dick mm-hmm. I met on the first day in the hotel. They go swimming. <laughs> they go horseback riding. They play tennis. He I like the first her. line. What? That first week with Dick was like a dream. Yeah, it was. A dream come true. Mm-hmm. They're kissing. They're, they have it all. It had been the happiest week of her life. Mm-hmm. She's, she's in love. She's in love. She's stepping off the elevator, thinking to herself, I can't bear being parted from Dick. Is that bad? I hear smirking? you, sister. What? <laughs> yeah. The bellboy is The bellboy is kind of... I mean, he knows what's up with Dick. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> um, but the next moment... Her dream exploded like a balloon because she sees Dick making a play for another girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ex- no, no, no. Exact same dialogue that he used on her. Mm-hmm. The agony. She runs to her hotel room. Yes. But then rather quickly in one panel, yep. she's decided not to let him spoil her summer. She's going to go meet other guys. Good for her. Yeah. Play Very the good. field. Yeah. Like the famous Debbie Gibson song. When you Play acted, the field. You've got to do do do. I don't know all the words. Do 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 do. Again. Do 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 do. Well, that's the chorus. Play the field. <laughs> it's from her first album, Out of the Blue, 1987. That was such a good year. Deborah Gibson. Maybe Sorry, forever. I missed it. Were you born yet? No. no. I hate no. everything. No. Mostly myself. Okay, so she's actively rebounding. Don't hate yourself. Yeah. So we have like an 80s fast motion montage of her dating other men. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, was she wrong. Right. Here's some of the dialogue from the men at the summer resort. Uh, Let's live for dear. today. I'm not the marrying type. The minute a girl gets serious, I head out. I'm looking for a girlfriend, not a wife. Mm. Sheesh, men. So, we get to the end of the summer. She's on the train, mm-hmm. heading home. She opens the, I guess it's newspaper. a newspaper? It's the same newspaper she bought when she first got off the train. <laughs> she never read it until this exact okay. moment. Well, this news is going to be out of date. Yes. Um, but apparently this newspaper has a woman's page dedicated to women. What? Yes, that's what it is. Where did you see that? At the top, in this oh, middle I see. panel. Woman's yeah. page. Woman's page. It's in the society section. Because women can't handle serious news. No, well. Um, she sees a picture of a handsome man on the society page. Mm-hmm. Now, notice she's got the paper folded over. Mm-hmm. Like, my father used to do that. Um, you want to hear a disgusting story? Yes. My father. We had a newspaper that was delivered in the morning. 
And uh, we grew up in a house with one bathroom. Oh, dear. So my father would go downstairs to get the paper, come upstairs, go to the bathroom, open the paper, and he smoked. So after my father died, when his ghostly apparition would appear to my sisters, who are Mm -hmm. psychic, which I'm not, that's how they knew that my father was there. They would smell newspaper, cigarette smoke, and bathroom smells all mixed together. Oh. That's the story. The end. Sorry, did, didn't have a bigger reaction to that. That's, um... Well, it's psychic phenomena. You can't argue with subjective experience like that. Is that what he smelled like all the time, though? No, but, you know, in the morning, when you would get up in the morning, you had to wait to go into the bathroom... I have so much to say, but I'm not sure I want it recorded. Go ahead. Why? I can edit it out Well, is that like, does that mean that any time they sensed him, that's what he was doing? He was shitting, reading the paper, smoking a cigarette? Well, I don't know if that's what he was doing in the afterlife, but that's how he made his presence. I mean, that sounds like a great way to spend the afterlife. Well, I mean... Not 100% of the time, but if you're like sitting on the toilet... Right. Smoking, reading the paper, and then you're like, oh yeah, my kids... I mean, I would have something different to read. I would probably have a Vanity Fair magazine or... You're not your father, Or a comic Bob. book or something. No. Certainly not. <laughs> um, moving on. She's on the train staring at this picture. If yes. only I could have met someone like this. He's handsome. And his picture looks so gentle and kind. This next line takes me a little bit. Go ahead. He wouldn't take a girl on a sleigh ride, I'm sure. What... Uh, Santa? What? Yeah. What is, what is the issue with sleigh ride? Is that some slang I'm not aware of? I don't... Like, I can understand through the context right, what right, it right. means, but... I don't know. Uh, I... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, because it's like a fast ride, and it doesn't last forever because you're in the snow, and... That's what she said. I'm really stretching. I don't know. Or because what happens on a sleigh ride stays on the sleigh ride. Could be, could be. Mm-hmm. Um... Anyway, guess what happens? Oh my God, it's him. It's him. She looks up from the newspaper, there he is, and he's going to sit down right next to her. Um, Her blood's rushing, her heart's racing. As far as I can tell, for a good 10 or 20 minutes, they don't speak to each other. Uh, She's just lost in her own thoughts, thinking that she feels closer to him than to anyone she's ever known, though they haven't spoken to each other yet. I don't think it's 10 or 20 minutes. Like, he sits down and he's pretty forward. Like, oh, I hope it's not too forward, but I really want to talk to you. Okay, but this is not before she's already thought that she feels closer to him than anyone she's ever met. Before yeah, he even um, speaks. She doesn't have a great track record. Right, A right. week was the most meaningful relationship of her life so far. So okay. I think 20 minutes is a stretch. Okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, you're a woman, so you can read the proper <laughs> subtext. I can attest to the emotional immaturity. <laughs> Um, he breaks into conversation with her. Mm -hmm. They talked and talked and talked. And before long, she realizes it's as if we've known each other for years, Mm -hmm. which he says then, you know, we're like two people who've known each other for years. Does that happen? Yeah, actually. But I've never had that happen with a relationship. I've had that happen with good friends. Okay. Yeah. I guess. You meet somebody and I just always chalk it up to past lives, but that's just my kookiness, uh, Well, I we're guess. not dealing with those kind of comics right now today. The supernatural comes in a few weeks. Mm. 
guest appearance? Maybe. If you play your cards right. All right, we'll see. Audrey, that's her name. Oh, she has a name. Yep, Audrey. Oh, shit. Look at that. He's going in for a kiss. Oh, oh, and she's giving it up. Yep. Well, of course, she's got to land a husband. Otherwise, she's worthless. One kiss. Don't give me that look. Well, no, I was just like, well, is it going to be her husband, though, or somebody else's husband? Well, let's see. One kiss. That made me feel more alive, more vital, more wonderful than I'd ever felt in my whole life. One kiss different from every other kiss I'd ever had. One kiss told me better than a thousand words that we're in love. We're in love. We're in love. Suddenly, the train brakes made us lurch in our seats. Yep, gotta go. Uh-oh. Bye. Uh-oh. Um, does he have a name? This isn't Dick. No, wait. Well, he leaves. He gets her address. Carl. Carl. He gets her address. He promises her he's going to look her up. Mm-hmm. Um, he leaves. She goes home, but not before opening the other half of the paper. Where she sees beautiful socialite announces engagement to well-known lawyer. Oh, no. And the lawyer is, of course, not the woman. No. <laughs> uh, why would it be? A woman lawyer? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You hear the dog wants attention in Butler. the background. Just like a man. My grandfather was a lawyer. Was he? Yes. Um, and he married my grandmother, but he was she also, a socialite? she became a socialite after they Let's got married, see. but he had, uh, another woman that was after him, right? Oh, hussy. You can read all about it on my other blog, andysletters.blogspot.com, uh, where I have transcribed letters of courtship between my grandparents before they were married. Mm-hmm. Well, the dog is sneezing now. I think this podcast is essentially ruined. Oh, Carl. What? If if I couldn't believe you, I can't believe anyone in this whole world. I'll never love again as long as I live. That's a little extreme. Although, in fairness, she spent the whole summer trying to nab a man. And she finally thought she got it. Why are you staring at me like that? I was going to make a dick joke because she didn't Go get ahead. dicked. Go uh, Okay, I see what you did there. <laughs> but she got Carl. Carl! She reached home, lonely and alone. Will things ever change for her? No. No. Sorry. No. Get a cat. Uh, cats are dicks also, by the way. So what's the problem? Exactly. Yeah, perfect fit. So she uh, changes her clothes, finally. Yep. I am assuming that, like... I, oh, this... I spent that first night in a chair looking out at the darkness of the world. Sure, sure. She's got mm. a nice apartment. It overlooks the city. Uh, yeah, it's a good thing she sublet it to go on this, like, singles summer. Um, this one panel where she's putting on her dress, I was really confused about it. I thought that she had, like... Men's zipping shirts. it up. No, I thought she was zipping it up the front, and her head was, like, bent backwards like she was possessed by a demon. Why would that be the case? Well, I don't know. Sometimes the art in these old comics is not the greatest. Although the art in this is pretty good. Or you need to wear more dresses. I've never worn a dress except for one time. So... One time? And I think it was a slipover. It didn't have a zipper. Mm. I'll look at the pictures. I can't remember. (laughs) Anyway, there's a knock at her door. (gasps) Who's there? Carl. Carl! You! 
Why are you so surprised? I told you I'd come, didn't I? Hmm. She is... Shocked. Shocked and Flabbergasted. How can you come here? I know all about your engagement to that... That socialite. Translation, bitch. Is she Russian? Oh, that's socialism. You didn't. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Um... Now, listen. But I, Carl only smiled at my rage. Typical man. Yep. Let me explain it to you, oh, baby. Oh, you're cute when you're angry, little lady. Listen, I know you don't believe me right now, but I predicted this ending from the mm-hmm. moment he left the train. The reason he left the train was to go and uh, break up with that other gal. But it's worse than even I imagined. This other woman had falsely planted the story of their engagement in the newspaper in an effort to trap him into marriage. You're giving me a look, damn it. Well, it's exactly what we were sort of hinting at over dinner, which was mm-hmm. lobster mac and cheese, by the way. Right, which I made from scratch. Uh, You're welcome. Amazing. Um, where we get this wonderful juxtaposition of the desperate woman mm-hmm. who needs a man to define mm-hmm. her, and then you also get the all women are fucking crazy. Right. Well, I mean, is that that's essentially true, right? I mean, you're giving me not any more than men are crazy. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I've never dealt with women, so I just have to take your word for it. If I were a woman, yes, and I had to trap a man into marriage, I wouldn't take out an ad in the paper. I just get pregnant. That works, right? That. mm, Unless there was something wrong with her, and she couldn't get him to sleep with her. Okay. Well, I haven't seen anyone sleeping with each other in these comics. No, there's just yes. a lot of like heavy one heavy position Heavy petting kissing. and kissing. Kissing at first meeting. Yes. We and should... in fact, Carl and Audrey end this story with a big lip smack. Yes. Uh, and the, I had said down with romance before. Now I could say... Up, up with, with love. love. Yay! Yay! The end. Oh, jeez. I'm sure they live happily ever after. I read this first one, maybe it was because it was the first one, with, like, a little more intensity uh-huh. than I was anticipating and yeah. that I actually gave to the next two. Okay. Um, so what are you saying? You just skimmed everything else? No, okay. not at all. I'm just saying I was a little more invested when I went, and then I was like, oh, that's the ending. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just, I prefer a little more gothic twist. But we'll, we'll get to that with story three. We will three. get to that. Story two. <laughs> Love was like this. Mm. Was it? Splash page. A man is mansplaining to a woman. Love is no fairy tale. It's hard and cruel. Two people meet and their hearts say, yes, that's love, but life kills it. Look anywhere around you. You'll see love dying. They are in a bad neighborhood. Uh, mm. Look, there's a cracked window up there. Oh, yeah. People milling around the streets because that's what there's happens in bad underwear hanging from a telephone pole. Yeah, yeah, laundry hanging out from the telephone pole. This is Skid Row, clearly. Or Hagerstown, Maryland. Uh, accurate. I mean, it's accurate. I know. I Car know. dealerships and prisons. But right, right, yeah. right. Um, this gal's riding all around town. She sees lovers all over the place. Young lovers, old lovers, old people who've lost their spouses. She loves it all. Yeah. She just, she's a people watcher. You know, she's a I voyeur. am too. Well, I prefer the term people watcher because voyeur 
has a negative connotation. I just like to creep and watch people when they don't know that I'm looking at them. That's not so a there's just, no that's a different negative thing, connotation right? with that? No, 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 no. This is just um, observational because I'm an artist. Semantics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. All right, fine. Um, she's, this gal is a librarian because all librarians are is women. Is she a librarian? Yeah. She has read all the I feel like she just lo- poses that way. She has no real life. It She's says, I have read all the love stories in the library where I work. Yeah, but it doesn't say she's a librarian. She just works in a library. <sighs> they don't let people who are not librarians work in the library. Who said they were otherwise, letting her work? Otherwise it would say she volunteered. This is a career woman. I don't know. Why are you of, denying it? This is a career woman in the 60s. she listens to, you'd think she was a therapist who just worked in a library. No, 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 no. <laughs> a woman I'm therapist? I'm just being difficult. Come on. Women can't have a job like that. My that mother's much responsibility. a therapist. I know, but it's not the 60s. Um, she <laughs> loves reading love stories. Mm-hmm. She's, in fact, putting a book back on the shelf, which is titled Romantic Fiction. Oh. I guess it's some kind of anthology or something. Oh, dear. Unless that's the title of a novel. Not one that I've read. Same. And I'm an English major. Sometimes she likes to shut her eyes and imagine herself as the heroine in a love story. I often will imagine myself as a Jane Austen character. I would love to, but... A Bronte sister. Okay. Always seems to be. Well, that's a little darker than well, yes. Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. Um, who would be better on Twitter, Jane Austen or Emily Bronte? Ooh. Better, like, more advi- admired or more scandalous? More just, like, more, you know. More popular, more followers? More popular, yeah. Like, more, like. You read the tweet and you're like, hey, I'm going to read that. I don't know. I feel like Austin could be saucy. Right, right. But Bronte was kind of one note, which was amazing for a minute. But then yesterday's news. So Bronte's like Nihilist Arby's and Jane Austen's like Billy Eichner. Okay. Okay. I'm going with that. Yeah. This girl has never known love except through her books. Hmm. She feels like you have to be in love. To know what it's like. She's wandering around the town. The wind is blowing. The rain is pouring. She still will never know true love. Until. She sees a certain young man in the library. Pouring over the writer. volumes. He's a writer. He's in the library doing uh. his writing. I can tell you. Mm-hmm. That's how it used to be before computers. People would go to the library with their notepad. Where it's quiet, mm-hmm. and they could write and write. There's still lots of writers that do that. Well, or coffee shops, uh, but the coffee shop, right? Starbucks is where you do your novel writing mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah, and it's not quiet. Trust me. And also, they don't give you enough room for cream if you ask for room for cream. That's a fact. <laughs> She's imagining herself stroking his head and kissing the desperate little furrow between his eyes until it goes away. Is that what girls dream about when they see a man? Exactly that. Yep. Uh Nothing else whatsoever. Same. I don't, I just think of like caressing a man's, we live to soothe, 
We live to soothe uh-huh. and adore a man. That's yeah, it. Yeah, That's comfort it. and uh, let him get about his work. Hmm. But guess what? He's leaving the library into the arms of another woman. Mm-hmm. And the only time his eyes light up is when he sees her. Except when they've had a quarrel, like and they have blonde. in this bottom panel. Yeah, she's blonde. Usually it's the brunettes that are evil, but in this story, the brunette's the good girl. She can tell when he's had a quarrel with his girlfriend because his eyes are sad. Oh. Um, they've had a quarrel and she hasn't forgiven him. But she will. Love always works out at mm. the end of every love story. My mother used to say that. It'll all work out. You're giving me that look again. I'm just remembering, like, I used to think all stories had happy endings mm-hmm. until I was six and, like, actually read a real story. What, what, what did you read? Um, uh, it was something by Dr. Seuss. Okay. By the I'm way, <laughs> literary geniuses and comics fans, mm-hmm. damn it. One day, was talking about she's going to somewhere to meet her uncle. My uncle, the writer. Guess who her uncle is. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, the you go. The is killing you. It's not killing me. I know the answer. Uncle Neil. Neil Gaiman. All right, nerds. Her uncle, Neil Gaiman. I'm just going out to meet my uncle. NBD. That stands for no big deal if you're a young person. Um, well, that's all I had to that story. I don't really have anything more exciting than that to say. Mm-hmm. What could top that? I'll tell you what. This guy barges into the library and bursts into a... What do you call this? A fit? A conniption fit? Yeah, he's, uh, he's having a minute. He throws the book down the desk. This guy who wrote this book doesn't know what he's talking about. Love isn't a fairy tale. Love is hard and cruel. There's no room for love in a world like this. That's true enough. Everybody needs love, but life won't let us have it. He's got some anger issues. I yeah. Mean, you think so? I, mm. This is like uh, Jamie and Kathy in the last five years, the musical by Jason Robert Brown. Yeah. Um, because both of those characters are assholes. Yeah. One's a little bit more internal asshole. Right, right, The other right, one's right, more right. explosive. Yeah, yeah, I see that. He just, he likes to, what are they doing? Then they're walking around They're walking town. around, they're walking around Skid Row. They just Road. leave the library, so she just walks out of her job, which is why I don't think she's actually a librarian. I think she just sort of no, works No, because there. look, she says, not even the late afternoon air. So maybe she's off at five. Yeah. It's late afternoon. That's evening. Uh, I feel like it's afternoon. Mm. Evening starts at seven. What? So he just stayed there and ranted until she got off work? Probably. You know, men oh, like Jesus. to hear themselves talk. Mm. Um, they're walking around. They quickly come to Skid Row, where there are uh, burnt-out cars, dented trash cans, uh, plyboard defenses, and underwear hanging from the wires. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're on Sesame Street. But then there's this very nice little shop, a little boutique shop. With a sad... Oh, first of all, there's garbage all over the street also. That's true. I'd like to mention. Yes. Um, Nobody's recycling. Right? No. They didn't do that in the 60s. Well, they should have. There's a, a sad couple looking in the shop window of the boutique. They're sad because the man can't afford to buy his woman the thing she wants. Or that's what this guy says. So he's basically analyzing every male-female couple that walks right. by. 
And my favorite is, uh, it's past this two-page spread. Yeah. Is it the old couple? No, it's a guy yelling at his girlfriend. I'm assuming girlfriend. Right, right, right. And she says, no, no, it's not true. He doesn't love her. He couldn't talk to her, leave her that way. And he says... He loves her, all right. So much that he wants to cry. But he's a man. He's ashamed to cry. All he can do is shout in anger. So that's why men are abusive because they're ashamed so. to cry. I guess so because they just love us so much. Yeah, they love too that's much. That's why they scream. And that's the rage. fatal flaw. Yeah, too much love. So uh, I'm gonna beat you. That's about um, the point I would have stopped reading and returned to this comic if I had actually paid for it. Well, you can't the return comics. Right, right, right. You can't return that. Um, they're just gonna rip the cover off and send it back to the publisher Ugh. and they get some money back. Um, the, first of all, this couple is arguing in, with an open door in their tenement ground floor apartment. Yeah. I don't think that's really realistic. Hmm. Unless it's just like kind of a neighborhood where everyone has their doors open all the time. But if I lived in this neighborhood, I would never have my door open. Yeah. We've already described the type of neighborhood it is. It's a bad neighborhood. Now, lady, I'm going to mansplain some more. Oh, thank God, because I have no idea what's happening. You've seen what love really is. Hurt, fear, anger, pain. Keep believing in your fairy tale. Don't fall in love, and the truth won't ever hurt you. Well, she's confused. She starts crying. Why should I care? Because that's what women do when they're mm-hmm. upset. There's, And this is, on the next page, this is almost the same exact drawing as the first story when was it Audrey? Yep, Audrey. She's crying like curled in her up bed. in bed crying. I'm pretty sure they're wearing the same nightgown. Probably. I mean, that's what women do, right? Yes. They all have the same nightgown. Everybody and has they the cry same in nightgown. Bed. Whatever's in season. Um. So guess what? She starts stalking this guy and his yes. girlfriend. Literally wearing a trench coat with trench the coat collar up, and she's creeping, hiding at them behind, behind trees. trees. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> She's watching him fight with his uh, blonde lady. Yep, yep, yep. And then make out. And she just stares the just whole time. Just follows them around and creeps around the yep, stairs. Yep, yep, yep. Um, he's his still, name's Stuart, yep, by the way. Stuart, okay. He's coming back to the library to do his writing. Um, but he just can't find the right words. She's trying to encourage him, but she doesn't know what to do. She creeps around. She follows them to a diner where she stops for a cup of coffee. That's another thing. Um, I don't know if she followed them because she was surprised when she heard his oh, voice. Oh, true, true, true. So I think this was more coincidental stalking. Okay. But then she eavesdrops hard. Yeah. Um, another thing. Another thing. In the 60s, on television and in movies, people are always drinking coffee late at night. Is that a thing that happens actually in real life? Because if I drink coffee late at night, I wouldn't get very much sleep. Um, most of the people I know drink so much coffee that it barely impacts us anyway. Okay. So yeah, we go for coffee late at night. Okay, fine. Fair enough. It's accurate. Good for you. So she overhears a conversation between Stuart and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She wants him to quit writing mm-hmm. and make some actual money. Yes. I can't fault her for that, honestly. Well, As someone who recently only began making uh, living wage. Hmm. I do find the benefit in it. 
But she's fishwifing him. Fishwifing is a term we use on the show. Damn it. I don't know if you've heard all the episodes. I'm familiar with the term. Um, she's fishwifing him. Yes. Even though they're not married yet. My book means so much to me. Why won't you give me a chance at it? Well, she's given him a chance, right? And Well, we don't really know how long he's been working on this story, though. Well, and she just says, like... why won't you give me a chance at happiness? Right. I mean, I I'm have sorry. to take you... a little bit of her side of this. Well, I don't know. I really, I just don't respect her. Your happiness should not lie in one thing or I'm one not, person. I'm not saying I respect her, but I see where she's coming from. Without respect, I can't take someone's side. Fair completely. enough. Um, I'm not even saying I'm taking her side. I just, I see her. I see her frustration. Well, yeah, if they live in that neighborhood, too, I'd be pissed. Right. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's fair. And he's spending all day, every day at the library. Right, 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 right. I mean, the least he could do is be a librarian. But that's a woman's job, I guess. <sighs> Obviously. Obvi. Um, so, he, she storms off, the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Stuart comes to talk to a uh, library girl. He sees her. He sees her. He talks to her. He talks some more shit about love. Um, the next morning, he comes to the library and tosses his unfinished manuscript at her. Rude. Tells her he's taking a job, doing what Anne wants. Well, there's always got to be an Anne. Of course, uh-huh. that's her name. He storms off. She starts reading the manuscript. <laughs> and- <laughs> I don't know if this is an illustration in the manuscript or if it's a hallucination she's having of his eyes, his sad, furrowed brow eyes peering out from the manuscript. He's got some crazy eyebrows, too. I'll say. She leaves the manuscript unread for many, many weeks, but she finally picks it up. She sees, she sees his soul right there on the printed page. His soul's got some hefty eyebrows. I'll say. I began to read it, and suddenly his eyes blazed at me from the scrawled pages, alive and compelling, shining from behind the words. He is a writer, maybe even a great one. Well, she knows, because she's read every romance book in the whole library. Mm. What is this book about? Love. Uh. She uh, tracks him down. She goes snooping again. She goes to his place of business and finds out that he's quit that very day. So she tracks him to his apartment where he's in the process of telling Anne that he's quit his job and he's going to keep writing. Guess what happens? Goodbye, Stuart. Mm-hmm. I think you're dead wrong, but I'm not going to waste my life telling you so. All right. Again, I see her point. Did people Shh. live together before they were actually married at this point in time? No. So she's just there. I imagine that either this she's just there at his apartment or he is at her apartment. No, this is definitely his house. Yeah, because she leaves. Yeah. Well, good for her. She's going to go and find a man on the society page in the train or something. Uh. Um, this librarian girl, though, she's right there to pick up the pieces. And he's not shocked at all that she has followed him everywhere that he's ever gone. Right. He just sort of takes it in stride. I mean, men are not deep thinkers. I don't know if you've noticed that. Well, and apparently he's got to think for crazy bitches. Mm -hmm. So So she tells him, I love you. I'll wait forever if I have to. Darling, darling, here's your love story. This whole street. That's not saying much, though. Look at the street. 
Well, she's gesturing down to the but Skid Row neighborhood. The exactly. That's your love story? Your love story this is street. Skid Row? Write it down just as you see it with all its heartache and fear, anger and despair. Yeah, there's, and garbage and lack of recycling. Look, that's layering, right? You've got to layer every story. It's got to have levels. That I mean, that's the most accurate description that's been presented in this story so what? far. What's that? Just the chaos of that particular street being mm-hmm. a representation of love. Okay, yeah, right. Uh, that was a compliment to the story, by the way. That was like oh, my good thing to say. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of unusual that they would point to the terrible, horrible things. Yeah. And they kiss. The end. It's Lovely. familiar. That ending. Right, right, right. People are kissing a lot in these stories. I feel like it comes rather suddenly in the evolution of the relationship. I mean, I wouldn't just kiss, like, walk up and just kiss someone. Hey, we just met. Let's kiss. We're in love. The end. I wish it was that easy. Right? That's not how it works. No. We're taking a break now for the poetry page. Oh, these poems. Do you want to read the first one or the second one? Uh, I want to read the which second do you want? one. Okay, I'll do the first one. Uh, editor's note. We will be delighted to publish any suitable poems at our option written by our readers, and submitted to the editor, etc., etc. All poems must be accompanied by a letter giving us permission to publish them. No poems will be returned. So There's we... no expiration. Again, Dr. Bob. Exactly. 575 Lexington Avenue, New York 22, New York. Um, I happen to know that DC Comics is no longer located there. They were... Maybe there's a forwarding. Well, they're in California now, but they were for a while located at 666 Lexington Avenue, Fifth Avenue, whatever building Jared Kushner owns and can't pay for. That's where they were for a while. But now they're in California where everything is wonderful. The Rhyme and Reason for Love and Romance is the title of the page. Here's poem number one, Love Will Come. Be prepared. Who's it by? Listeners. It's by Shirley Mittelstedt from San Jose, California. Be prepared for syntax to be destroyed for the sake of a rhyme. Are you ready? So ready. Love Will Come by Shirley Mittelstedt. Songs are written. Tales are told. Everyone seems to know from the very young to the very old. Mm. The question all of these people ponder, what is love and how does it wander? Mm. Some say it comes like night and day and makes them feel so young and (laughs) gay. Others say it takes longer, but grows ever so much stronger. Still others say it comes and goes like clouds in the sky. Lightning flashes in their hearts as sure as people die. (laughs) Oh, where is the answer I ask of you? How will I know if my love is true? Will lightning flash in my heart? Will stars light the sky, or will I seem as calm as a person about to die? I'm not sure her scanning Two is on them end point with here. Die. Oh, where is the answer I ask of you? How will I know if my love is true? I need to know right away, for he is coming this very day. Oh dear, the urgency is palpable. The end. Shirley Middlestead, San Jose, California. Your turn. Mm, this lovely ditty by Mary Lou Guidry. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. From North Kingstown, 
Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is simply titled, I Love You. Mm. My darling, I love you. You surely must know. Don't call me Shirley. That, <laughs> that deep down inside me, my heartache does grow. While you love another and want to be true, I pray you won't be hurt as I've been by you. You lied when you told me that your love was true. You used me and hurt me, but I still love you. I'd rather remember with tears and with pain than not to have known your love, though only in vain. Uh, Mary Lou, some deep it's, feelings. Well, you know, they say it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved Yeah, I feel like she heard that phrase and wrote the poem. Yeah, exactly. I don't That's think she exactly actually what loved happened, and lost. 100%. It's a little too, yeah. Um, you use me and hurt me, but I still love you. He only beats me when he drinks, <laughs> is the message there. He yells at me because he's trying not to cry. Right. Because men don't cry. Because men are ashamed to cry, so they mm-hmm. yell and beat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh... A flash forward to the next story. This is the gothic romance portion of the episode. First of all, this is exactly the same picture that appeared in the cover. So yes. good is... use of recycling. Yes. The story called Another Case of Heartbreak. Page one. Linda is on the sofa making out with a guy. Mm. Eddie. The, Eddie. They're playing records. There's really something special between Eddie and me, and mm-hmm. everything we did together turned out just like in a movie. Well, what kind of movie? Are we talking like a uh, Jurassic Park situation or Ocean's Eleven? I don't... I'm just trying to think of any movie that comes to the top of my head. I I feel like she means more romantic movies. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So, like uh, Black Panther, something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Or like... Romeo and Juliet, where right, they right, just right, right. die at the yeah, end. Yeah, where everyone's yeah. dead. Okay, yeah, good. Exactly. Um, they're kissing, they're kissing. I can't, nothing ever happens beyond kissing, I guess, even though they're on the couch laying I feel together. like there's some panels missing. I don't know. Well, he's wearing a suit, so I don't think as much is going to happen, right? Well, she's wearing bat. blue plaid with a cowl well, She's wearing neck, a short dress, so. so something could definitely go on there. Yes. But... Uh, guess what? Her sister walks in, and she's got her shirt tied up in a knot, so her belly button shows. Uh, so, you know, she's a whore. Exactly. She, st- so, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Uh, yes. You don't have a sister. I don't. Um, I do. Yes. If I were making out with a guy on the couch, and my sister walked in in a whore clothing, and started <laughs> dancing with him... Is that, would you just sit passive? I mean, I would because I'm non-confrontational. I would sit passively by and let it happen. But well, look at how much fun they're having in that bottom panel. He's dipping her. They're laughing. She's saying, Eddie, you're wild. You're wild. Which is funny. His last name is Wilder. Oh. (laughs) And she's just standing in the corner with her hands over her ears. Yeah, just Damn it, Linda. Blocking it out. Um, so I'm a Libra. We're yeah. very mm-hmm. non-confrontational. Right, right, right. However, if I'm right, I know I'm right. 
And same with if Leo's. My sister's in whore clothing coming up on my man. Um, guess what? Leo's oh. are right even when they think they're not. Oh, they're just always right. Of right. course. Of course. Um, anyway, where were we? This girl's sister. Dressed just, like a whore. Dressed like a whore and yes. waltzes right in. Named and Dawn. Deals her man. Of course, that's a whore name. Yeah. Um, that and names that are like gemstone names. Have you ever noticed that? Like Crystal, Amber. Uh, Crystal with a K. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, C as well, I think. But well, yeah. I don't know. I've known a Crystal with a C that wasn't a whore. Oh. But with a K. Absolutely. Uh, Amber. Yeah. Amber. Opal. Opal. Mm-hmm. Oh, good one. Diamond is just a stripper name, so you know that's I, accurate. Really, no one would name um, that. Uh, Garnet. I know a boy named Garnet. Really? I babysat him. Yes. Ruby. Ruby. Um, um, what's another good one? Star Sapphire. Star Sapphire. <laughs> I don't really know anyone named that. That's a shame. I want to meet a Star um, Sapphire now. What else do we have? Jade. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Jades are psycho. Sorry. No offense. Sorry. The next scene. Yeah. She's just basically saying this happens with literally every guy she brings yeah, home. Which have. I would just say, stop bringing guys home to your horse sister. Right, right, right. Stop bringing them home. Um, just don't do it. And we have then, like an 80s fast forward montage of her, yeah. of the sister stealing there's all the There's Gary, men. there's Bobby, 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 there's boy, George, George, I could really go for you, which I read boy George. Right, well that would And wouldn't, I was like, this is confusing. Yeah, but, that wouldn't work out and for then her very Fred. well. Fred, hold me, Fred, um, hold me. Yeah, yeah. and then... Um, so, uh, so the sisters are in their apparently shared bedroom. Mm. Dawn, she's the horse sister. Yes. Hey, that Eddie's real cute, sis. I think I could go for him. Well, Linda's not going to have it anymore. Mm-mm. She's coming up with a plan she's to get plotting. her revenge. Sneaky. Sis, he asked me out. You don't mind if I go, do you? No, as far as I'm concerned, he's yours. Good luck. So the next day... She sets up a plan to get even. Mm -hmm. So, uh, first of all, Linda's in the malt shop with her friend. The friend is not named... Joan. Is it Joan? It's Joan. Look at that. She looks like a Joan. Yes, she does. She's wearing a high starched (laughs) collar. It's kind of ruffly, yeah. And a hairdo that's at least 10 years out of Mm -hmm. date. Mm -hmm. So she's like five years older. She's not in the dating scene. Right. She never has been, really. Could be. Maybe she's a governess. But she... If it was Jane uh, Austen, that would be the case. No, she's definitely a secretary. Career Not gal. even, just a receptionist. Okay, right. Um, Linda is planning to set up her sister Dawn with Marty Nelson. Marty mm-hmm. Nelson, the biggest the two-timer biggest. in town. Mm-hmm. Linda says, I know it, and you know it. What is a fink? Dawn doesn't... A fink? Where do you see that? Uh, the middle panel. Fink is like Marty just is the a biggest no good. Fink with girls. Yeah, just like a no good neck, you know. Okay. Uh, a rat. Can I start using that? I like that. Yeah, fink, absolutely. Yeah. You fink. fink. That'll go over big with the kids. Love him and leave him. That's his motto. Oh, that's exactly what my dear sister needs. Yep. A taste of and her own then medicine. We see the evil Linda. Now we see how Dawn and Linda are related. We knew they were sisters, right? No, I mean, like, they're both bitches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that genetic? Is that something that yes, happens? Okay. It is. Bitchiness is hereditary. Um, Marty comes in. Marty looks exactly like Elvis Presley. I feel like that has to be on purpose. I really thought he looked like Fonzie. 
Well, uh, a little bit. No. The, no. Elvis Presley. Hey, guess what? Right. My sister just met Fonzie Henry Winkler. What? Yes. Guess who else she met? Who? I'm going to show you the picture right now. It's on my phone. You're going to lose your mind. Oh dear. Guess who Andrew and Mark just met? Literally yesterday. Who? Chris Pratt. Shut the front door. How? Um, they were at a wedding on the beach, and he rode up in a boat. Okay. Or something like that. Uh, well, I would have a hard time choosing between Chris Pratt and this person that my sister met. <gasps> it's Jason Momoa. Jason My sister's Mama. clasping him around the waist. I begged her for three days to find out what he smelled like. And when the moment came, her senses abandoned her, and she can't tell me any information. I feel like it's like spice and earth. Yeah, spice and woodsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, With a little bit of, like, cardamom. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. cardamom, sandalwood, mm-hmm. and just something you can't name, but you know you've smelled before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're just like, mm, that's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit dirty, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not offensively dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Marty looks just like Elvis Presley. I'm going to put it on the social media so you'll all see what I'm talking Perfect. about. Marty uh, takes Linda out in his car. Yes, he's got a convertible car. Yeah. They're out at Lover's Lane. Yeah. He's uh, making the moves on her, but apparently uh, nothing happens except making out. In cars, in the dark, on Lover's Lane. Is that true? I feel like that's not what actually happens in cars at night. Oh, no. Not in my experience. Well, I don't need to know about that. Um, I know a girl who went out on a date with a boy in a car. <gasps> and... What's her name, Opal? Crystal? No. Jade? No, I cannot disclose names. But he was putting the moves on her, and he was going a little further than she wanted. So guess what she did? She peed in his car. And that put an end to that. So, ladies, if you're listening, if you're ever in trouble, just just have a lot to drink before you go out in the car with the boy. It'll turn them right off. Unless they're the President of the United States. Oh, what? I didn't say that out loud. Come on. But we were all thinking it. So she takes Marty home. Mm -hmm. She knows that Dawn is home. Mm Mm-hmm. She starts making out with him on the couch. Guess who comes in the room? Dressed a little bit less like a whore and yeah, more like a cat really lady. Really matronly. She's wearing it's like a, a giant red turtleneck. She wasn't expecting Linda home. Nope. Um, and slacks. Turtleneck and slacks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is my sister Dawn. What are you doing here? How come I never saw you around before? I could really go for a chick like you. Mm. That line always works, right? And then my favorite, oh, flattery will get you everywhere. Right. Chick, do you like being called a chick? It depends who's saying it. Okay, let's say Jason Momoa for the sake of argument. If he was like, you're a really cool chick, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Okay, okay. Um... (laughs) But um, I just want to say for the record, Marty is not Jason Momoa. No, he's Elvis Presley. Mm, not even that good, though. It's like a knockoff. Do you, like a dollar store knockoff. Do you even know who Elvis Presley is? Yes, I know who Elvis is. Thank you. 
but you're thinking of like old fat Elvis, not no, young I'm hot not. Elvis. I'm thinking of young hot Elvis, but okay. look at his pants. They are way too baggy to be Elvis. That's how pants were in the 60s. That's ridiculous. Come on. Let me just say something. Give me a jumpsuit. People these days, young men, yes. I'm talking about, yes. they wear skinny pants when they shouldn't. Not all out. of them. Yes, all, all of them. Not all of them. I know plenty of men that don't wear skinny pants. Fine. Well, they're not and around. And some that should wear more fitted pants. Okay. Well, none of those people are around where I see them on the college campus. So I'll introduce you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, sis, you don't mind if we dance, do you? Why should I? Okay, Linda. I She's see what you're doing. She's setting the trap. And then she looks like Elvira in the next. She sure does. Yeah. Linda, would you mind if I saw Marty tomorrow? I think I really like him. Of course. Of course. I won't see him anymore if that if you like him that much. I feel like that's not what happens with sisters if they're fighting for the same man. Oh, yeah, but, but of course she's this just is Linda. Up, it's a trap. So. Yeah, I get it. Okay. And then yet again, this same like cyanotype filter crying in bed, single yep. teardrop. I Except pay- I don't see a nightgown. So. No nightgown. Maybe she's hmm. sleeping in the nude. I don't know. Um, I'm going to pay attention from now on to romance comics to see if the same panel appears in every single. You didn't notice that? I noticed it in this issue, but I haven't. I mean, I've only had one romance comic before this, so. Going forward, I'm going to pay attention. Thanks to you. You're welcome. Eddie is back in the picture now. Eddie calls Linda. Yeah. I know I'm a fink calling you after the way I broke things up between us, but you've got to forgive me. Please, baby, take me back. Hmm. She forgives him, of course. Oh, well, when you tell me what to do, I just love it. Right, uh-huh. Meanwhile, Dawn is really falling for Marty. Yeah, oh yeah, she's uh Yes, for once, someone did have complete control of her heart. And sooner or later, he would break it. Mm-hmm. It didn't take very long for Dawn to feel the first pains of heartbreak. Nope. <sighs> I saw you with Alice. And uh, look at that third panel. Exa- that's Elvis Presley. Done. Okay. Yeah. But that's um, the artist just trying to portray. Right. Right. That. Right. But I mean, it has to be on purpose. But the but the first panel though, he just looks creepy. Now, I'm wondering why the artist did that. Elvis Presley was not really notorious as a womanizer. He was pretty serial monogamist, right? No, but they need him to seem attractive. So they I go guess. to, like, the hottest figure at the time. Okay. Uh, anyway, Marty is a heel. You were fun, sweetie, but it's over. See you mm. around. Bye. Bye. Well, guess what? <laughs> yeah, Eddie. this 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 got me for a second. Eddie overhears everything and realizes that Linda set everything up. How does he figure that out? I don't know, because it's he a man and men know everything. Ugh. Uh, it didn't take Eddie too long to put two and two get together, and he breaks up with Linda. Rude. So, the sisters are left alone. Guess what? What? At that moment, we became more than sisters. For the first time, we were friends. Oh, sis. Sometimes it takes the pain of a broken heart or the sting of scorching tears for you to really find the meaning of true love. And that summer, Dawn and I did. So each sister finds a man on the beach and introduces that man to their sister, and it's true love. 
You know it's true love because they're kissing in the moonlight on the bottom panel. Hmm. Also, if you're making out... That's the end, too. That's the end. Which is so unsatisfying. Like, go ahead. Sorry. They're like three feet away from each other, each making out with a different man. I, yeah. Is that creepy? Do the guys know each other? I don't know. I don't think they do. I mean, it's, it doesn't it's matter. It's way, still but... right. So, we were talking about gothic earlier. Yes. Like themes yes. and romances. So, yes. I was hoping, the way the story started, it read very much like an EC comic from the 50s. You don't know what I'm talking about, but some of my listeners will. When this story would end with probably Marty's head decapitated in a hat box Mm -hmm. at the end. And one of the girls would open it up and find his decapitated head. Or maybe one of the sisters. Or it would be like the guys would organize a nighttime baseball game on the beach and they would be using one of the sisters' decapitated heads as the ball. That's the kind of story you would find in a horror comic in the 50s. So I wanted more supernatural. Okay. I wanted, like... Linda to lose her mind and kill Dawn mm-hmm. and then, you know, go back out with Eddie, mm-hmm. like presumably two weeks after the funeral or something for Dawn. And then she takes Eddie home and out of the kitchen, dressed like a whore, comes zombie Dawn. Okay. She's like, even my undead whore sister couldn't leave my man alone. You should absolutely check out some EC horror comics from the 1950s because that absolutely probably so was down. a plot line. Um, have you seen the movie Creep Show? No. Creep Show is based on these 50s horror comics. I think you would like it. Okay. Um, that's actually why the Comics Code Authority was developed in the 50s, which was a ratings system uh, because these horror comics were so graphic and horrible that parents were nervous about what their children were being exposed to. Mm. And so that's why we killed all creativity and wonderfulness and made everything just be, um, no one died and yeah, polite and no one died and everything worked out in the end. Shout out to the comic book legal legal defense fund. Okay. I see what you did there. Um, damn it. Yes. Thank you for coming. <gasps> Dr. Bob, thank you for having and me. And lending your female perspective to these women's <laughs> stories. Because I don't understand anything about women's perspective. Uh, you know, I don't even understand these portrayals of women. Were these written by women? <laughs> no. Exactly. Absolutely so not. Women working? Are you crazy? These aren't realistic depictions. Not now, but listen. They weren't then either. Fine, but this is 1966. What's happening? Vietnam War, sexual revolution. We adults are trying to... I thought you were going to say weed. No. We adults are trying to reinforce the traditional gender roles so that everything doesn't go crazy in America. Because the concept of traditional gender roles wasn't crazy. Uh, no. In fact, at the time it was not. What are you trying to say? That gender roles are ridiculous. Okay, fine. Nowadays, that's fine. But if you're in 1966, you don't want all that hodgepodge of craziness happening. Speak for yourself. You speak for yourself. I am. Oh, okay. 
Because fine. I'm a woman, not in 1966. Well, uh, <sighs> I think if you were in 1966, you'd find it a little bit different. You wouldn't be able to talk. Uh, maybe like I would that. have already ensnared four husbands. Probably. Since uh, if this is what their simple minds came up You'd with, it wouldn't have, have been that hard. have your shirt tied up around your waist, <gasps> too, and showing your belly button. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> do you have a social media presence you like people to follow you at? Uh, not especially. Okay. No. Well, you can find me on social media at GoGoCheckPod, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um... I'm trying to get better at Instagram. I'm not very... I have Insta, actually, and Facebook. But that's it. I don't really Twitter. <gasps> Wait, I'm getting a phone call. <gasps> Are you it's ready? It's a guest. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. <laughs> this is, uh... Dr. Husband? Hey, Dr. Husband! Hello, Dr. Husband! We were just talking about romance, and you called. What a coincidence. Am I being recorded right now? Yes, Absolutely. you are. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where you are? I am um, right now. I'm in Clancy, Montana, just outside of Helena, and uh, I'm in a quiet countryside house um, with one of the friends of um, of Music Concert in Montana. She's hosting us here. Uh, it is the sun has not gone down yet. It's late where you are. Yes, and it's so 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 beautiful here. Well, that sounds like a setup for a romance story. <laughs> Um, well, if you're making out with someone on the couch, don't let your sister come in the room. That's what we've learned tonight. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I can't wait to hear all about it. All right. Um, say, shall I call you back in a few moments? That would be great. All right. Bye. Uh, Bye. Bye. Enjoy. Well, look at that Dr. Husband called. Oh. It's like it was meant to be. I want to be a caller. Well, you'll just have to coordinate that. I will. Or just call me by accident while I'm recording. Like, what? just happened just now. Honestly, I didn't plan that at all. Um, that's all for me this week. Thank you, Dammit, for coming in. Of course. It's my pleasure. I'm sure you'll be back anytime we have a comic with a woman in it. Mm-hmm. I'll invite you in. Oh. oh. well, you probably want to talk about other things, too. Fine. <laughs> um, go, go, check pod. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. And I'll be back next week. Are you ready for this? With work friend Chuck and his teen helper squad for Teen Week. Bye. Bye.